I love what Dwight Eisenhower said. He said, leadership is the art of getting someone else to do what you want done because they want to do it. And when we can move safety from have to to want through, through that power of influence, we've accomplished something. Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. All right, welcome everyone to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. My name is Nick Koya. I am here with the Ohio BWC and representing Portage County Safety Council as we kick off our Ohio Safety in Congress Expo 2024 spotlight. I am really excited today to be here talking with Merle Heckman, PhD in Culture Officer and Master Trainer with the Dale Carnegie Institute, because he's going to be at Ohio Safety Congress. And let me tell you, this is a presentation you're going to want to check out. So we're going to highlight that a little bit for you today. Stay tuned for information about Ohio Safety Congress and Expo and how you can even get in contact with Merle. So let's get this started. Merle, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Nick, thank you for the opportunity. It is great to be a part. Always appreciate people who uh, are interested in safety and want to get better at leading people along the way. You know, a lot of times we get into this role of being safety cop, safety officer, but really it's about leadership. It's about culture development. And that's right up your alley because that's that's what you do, right? Nick, that's one of the things, having a background in safety myself, when I worked with a transportation and logistics company and then spent several years in manufacturing, working with safety and safety individuals, it's really easy to get caught in that trap of, I got the regulations, I got the power, everybody jump. But I find a lot of safety professionals that kind of really hit their head against the wall and say, this isn't working the way I want it to work. And a lot of times, they, they, we, we, let's just put it clear, we forget we're working with human beings and individuals who have wills and choices. We have to work right. at it. Yeah, we do. So tell me, uh, Merle, a little bit about yourself. What's your background? You said you have some safety background, and now you're doing some leadership training. Give us yeah, a, you know, a high-level overview. I've been real fortunate, Nick. I grew up on a farm in Missouri, a grain farm. And that's really where I got my first taste of being alert to safety, even as a kid. My father was very careful and very instructive about protecting the back, protecting the limbs from power takeoff on, and getting clothing caught in those things and getting yourself hurt. I got out of college. I went to uh, into a nonprofit and then spent, after that, eight and a half years in transportation, truck drivers, dock workers helping them to think about being safe. Spent a couple of years in government housing as a director of human resources, again in charge of the safety of people that were doing maintenance and repairs. And then 15 years with an organization called Emerson Electric, and not only oversaw some of the safety, but was training people around the world about safety leadership and those type of things. And for the last then 15 years, I've been involved with the Dale Carnegie Organization, teaching people human relation skills and interaction. So I've been real fortunate to have a lot of experience, saw a lot of good things, a lot of not so good things about leading people. You know, it sounds like a great background, especially for uh, this topic that you have here at Ohio Safety Congress titled Overlooked to Influence, Dale Carnegie's Guide. Influencing people is a big thing. And, and influencers is a big title that's floating around, you know, everywhere right now. 
we're always trying to influence people, trying to really change that culture. So, you know, give me an overview. What's this conversation going to be like at Ohio Safety Congress? Many of the safety professionals that I've met through the years, or even when I was an HR manager in, a safety, in charge of the safety, were kind of caught in the middle of things. I don't know how many times I've heard people that were safety professionals that would say, how come I can't get that upper management to listen to me? They say they're all about safety. They say they want safety. But when I roll out my ideas and when I bring out my proposals, all of a sudden they say, no, no, not now. That just doesn't work. They get very frustrated. And then they're caught in the middle. And they've got the people who are they're they're trying to influence, but they're not their direct reports. And so they're like, well, how come I can't get these people to do this? It's for their well-being. And it's right. And this is what the regulations say. So what we're going to explore, Nick, is how that you can have, even without direct influence, how can you help people? I say direct influence, direct command almost. They're not answering directly to me or that I report to them. How do you influence people? So as we delve into these things, we'll be talking about what kind of person we need to be and what choices we need to make. How do we really become that person that becomes a trusted advisor? And how do we earn a seat at the table of influence? Because a lot of times safety people kind of pushed out there to the side. You got to have one, got to have it, but they don't have that seat at the table. You know, going out and consulting with companies and helping them with their safety programs here in Ohio, I see that so often that safety are on their own little island and it feels like they're going to battle every time they walk in the boardroom. They're going to battle every time they go out on the floor because people are like, well, you know, we, we want to be safe. It's part of our mission statement. But the reality is that when it comes to push comes to shove, they're worried about production. They're worried about those numbers. And we haven't changed the culture and so instead of fighting that battle, can we build allies is, is what it sounds like you're talking about. How do we build those allies and those connections to improve safety in our company? And you really explained it right. And many safety professionals after a space of time feel bewildered, aggravated, totally frustrated, defeated. They say, I was hired to do this job. There are ways, though, Nick, that we're going to be talking about is how do you get to the point where people, the people under you trust you and the people above you trust you that you're just not on your own little uh, road trip of doing things, but it's for the betterment of the people, it's for the betterment of the company, but the title just doesn't give you that. You and I have to earn that right. And so those are some of the things we're going to delve into. And we want to really, we want to relieve that frustration and work toward relieving that aggravation that comes to where people say, I am literally making a difference and I'm influencing even though I don't have the top title and top dog of the organization. That's where we're yeah. at. Well, you know, and when I walk into companies, let's be honest, safety is, is a niche field. But if we really need to, we can dig into rules, regulations. People can find that stuff. It's the people skills. And the, the most successful safety programs I see, I can judge within about the first 30 to 60 seconds on the floor. It is when they're walking through and the safety manager is going, 
Hey, Johnny, how was how was your daughter's cheerleading competition last night? Hey, Jack, how was your son's baseball game yesterday? What happened? How's your wife doing? And the same thing with leadership. When they walk through, leadership's open to having those conversations. Those are the companies that have really strong safety programs because they've built that network and they've built those um, emotional connections within their staff. One of the foundations of the Dale Carnegie organization is the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, written by Dale Carnegie. In the first chapter, I, I, I mean, I don't, I'm sure Carnegie didn't plan it this way, but it's great for safety people. In the first chapter, he tells the story of a safety director in a town called Enid, Oklahoma. And the guy's leading people who are on the oil fields. And he's brand new to the role, and he goes in there, and people aren't wearing their safety hats, aren't wearing their personal protective gear. And the, the book says, Carnegie says, the guy goes in with authority and says, you will wear it. You must wear it. You have to wear it. And as you might imagine, Nick, and I'm sure every safety professional relate this. Okay, the guy puts it on. But, Nick, guess what happens as soon as the safety guy leaves? That comes right back off. As crazy as he can. And then until the, the staff or the, the workers can send the signal that lets them know the safety guy's coming, then they put it back on. Yeah. So this guy took the course, the Dale Carnegie course. And he said, I'm going to try something different. And he goes out, and when he finds somebody who doesn't have it, he doesn't scold them. He doesn't pull rank on them. Just what you're talking about. He talks to them and says, well, now, does it fit all right? Is, is it as comfortable as it could be? Do we need to make an adjustment? And how's your family doing? And by the way, ultimately, we're just not trying to do it to have a rule. We really want you to go back home safe to your family and take care of them. And it's interesting how that chapter shows, tells about how the guy got better response because they didn't look at him as a jerk who's just trying to leverage him. They looked at him as a person who was genuine care. Matter of fact, the principle of that chapter is do not criticize, condemn, or complain because people don't respond to it. So those are the kind of things... We know so many good people, Nick, who know what needs to be done and care. They just don't understand how you how you earn the heart. I love what Dwight Eisenhower said, the former military leader and the former president. He said, leadership is the art of getting someone else to do what you want done because they want to do it. And when we can move safety from have to to want through, through that power of influence, we've accomplished something. You know, I, I equate this often when I'm talking with, with companies and we're initially looking at their program. You know, my kids, I can yell at them for what they're doing wrong and it'll instantly change. But I can promise you tomorrow they're going to do it again. But if I spend some time with them and build that trust, build that relationship, yeah, they're, they're still going to make mistakes at first. But long term, the behavior changes and goes on forever in the positive. And, and Nick, we even some of the things we'll be talking about in this session is it's all when somebody does something wrong. You're talking about earning their trust. If you go in guns blazing, that's probably not a good term to use with safety people, but guns blazing, like, come on. What, what do you expect with an employee or even a teenager? And I've, by the way, I've raised seven teenagers. And so I understand a little bit about it because when you back people into a corner, they're going to come out fighting. But if you approach people with this wonderful phrase, 
Hey, I noticed this was going on. Help me understand what's going on here. Well, Nick, that's like magic because all of a sudden they don't feel like you're attacking. They're trying to uh, feel, they know you're curious and just need an explanation. It's a much better way. So we'll be weaving in many Dale Carnegie principles, but ultimately we want to put people on a track that says, let me earn the right to guide people. And guide, think of what a difference it would make for people, Nick, if their bosses didn't feel like we were carrying a vendetta, but we were there to assist the boss in where he or she is heading, accomplishing their goals. That's when you start to earn an open door and a seat at the table. So many things will be involved with this. It sounds like there's going to be so many great little nuggets of information and takeaways during this lesson. So obviously we want to remind people, bring your pen and paper because there's going to be a lot of good information to walk away with. What's your audience? Are you looking for the safety director? Are you looking for the VP of the company? Are you looking for the frontline person or everybody in between? Everybody in safety is a leader, whether you have a title or not. So the hardworking employee who's on the front line making it happen, they have opportunities to influence and they need to know how to influence their supervisor, the safety director, and yes, the higher ups. Middle management, frontline supervisors, and yes, the executive level will benefit from it because we've all got somebody that we need to influence that we don't have. And honestly, Nick, I think it's a sad thing if we have to lean on our title as leverage to get things done. That's a pretty weak level of leadership. So we'll be able to help every person that can come. So as our listeners are listening today and they're preparing, getting ready, you know, we're a few months out yet from Ohio Safety Congress, but we're getting excited for it. What's what's one or two pieces of advice you're going to give them? What should they do between now and Ohio Safety Congress and they come here you speak? Something they should read, something they should do, something they should employ in their workplace to start making a difference now. Well, I'll just suggest two things. First of all, as you might expect, I'm a firm believer in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I was just at a conference last week. I matter of fact, I just taught the class recently, and people said, this has been a game changer for me to start to read the book because to me, probably with bias, I would say it is the most practical book of understanding human beings that you can run across. So that would be a good resource. The other resource I would suggest is for people to take time to start looking at those people around them and ask themselves, what is important to this person? What's important to my boss? What's, what, what are they trying to aim for? The people on the front lines, what's important to them? And try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. That's one of Carnegie's principles. It's amazing when we take the focus off ourselves and all of a sudden put ourselves in their shoes, the difference that that can make. That'd be a great start to get us rolling with things. You know, when I talk with individuals doing these podcasts or just talking to people, you know, out and about everywhere, I find that if I focus less on myself and focus in on them and give them an opportunity, they will open it up and tell you so much. And you can have such a great dialogue by taking it off of I, I, I and putting it on them and allowing them to, to, uh, to talk, to communicate and to have those conversations. Nick, in my office, I have a, a little plaque 
that um, several years ago, my wife went on vacation. We were one of those little junkie shops selling souvenir stuff. And I normally don't like those, but I said, I, I need this. And on the plaque, it said, someday when they discover the center of the universe, many people will be disappointed to know they are not it. And I think that's pretty true that even as safety professionals, sometimes we get stuck on ourselves and we take ourselves way too serious. What we do is serious. It's important to keep people safe. But we got to lower, lower down on ourselves and realize they're human beings too. Well, let me tell you, uh, Merle, it has been great speaking with you today. I'm just getting even more hyped up for Ohio Safety Congress. I definitely am going to be checking out your session. I'm excited to be there, hear you speak in person, and just really to gather some more of this information to employ in the work I do. I encourage our listeners, make sure you're signing up for Ohio Safety Congress, get registered uh, for uh, Merle's class. In the meantime, if they want to get a hold of you, they're starting to work on some stuff, they've read the book or they're in the middle of the book, they got questions, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Best way to be will be to go through my email. And I believe that we're going to put it out to people available when they can see it. But it's Merle.Heckman at DaleCarnegie.com. And we would welcome, nobody would ever bother by just sending an email, ask a question, or just introduce themselves and looking forward to seeing you at the session. be great to have that. All right. Well, thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to meet with us to record this podcast. To our listeners, everyone be safe out there, and we'll see you at Ohio Safety Congress and Expo. Have a great day. Thank you. The Ohio Safety Congress and Expo, hosted annually by the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation, is the nation's largest free occupational safety conference focusing on helping employers improve safety and health within their business. Over 7,000 attendees gain knowledge and earn continuing education credits by participating in over 150 educational sessions, workshops, and leading keynote presentations. Find the best solutions to your biggest challenges while networking with over 350 exhibitors in the Expo Marketplace. This year's event will be live and in person on March 27th through the 29th at the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio. For more information or to register for free online, visit their website at www.ohiosafetycongress.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and more. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn an Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.com.